0: Hey everyone, Bob WP here and we are back with Do The Woo episode of 104. I'm joined by my, um, one of my three favorite co-hosts. That's how I'm going to say it from now on. Um, uh, Brad Williams. Most PC <laughs> yeah. intro ever.
1: Hey Brad. But which one am I? How are you going to rank me, Bob? Am I one, two or three?
0: Yeah. See, that's what I haven't quite, I, I'm going to start a ranking system and um, you know, little stars or something. I don't know.
1: By your I feel profile. like our ranks will very right. much fluctuate from week to week yeah. based on how yeah. well we do. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I'm excited. How's it going over there, Bob?
0: Good, good. Just, um, just cruising along, you know, doing the, doing the same old, same old. So keeping busy, but.
1: Weather's getting a little nicer here. So that's encouraging. I feel like we're, we're uh, emerging from our cave from this long, dark winter and, weather's getting nicer people are outdoors vaccines are flowing so it's very encouraging for hopefully a, a safe and and you know semi-normal somewhat normal summer hopefully yeah, so yeah
0: we'll, something
1: we'll, good
0: yeah we'll see but yeah so far so good all righty well we have a very um cool episode and a very cool guest on and before i get into that let me just give a quick shout out to our community sponsor paypal of course you can Always check out their pay later options. Uh, we've been talking about that for a while. They're our sponsor about. They're our community sponsor for about one more month. They've um, been one for six months now, uh, giving a lot to the community. So do check them out, and you'll hear more about them later in the show. We have Timmy Crawford from Automatic here, and we have a really fun discussion around a topic that actually Brad brought up. In an earlier show, and I thought, well, yeah, we need to talk about this. But before I do, I'd like to welcome Timmy. Hey, welcome to the show.
2: Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me. Um, I wanted to ask: Am I the 100 in the top 104
1: favorite guests of yours? Yeah, yeah, I'd say oh, cool.
0: right, right there. Yeah, you're. you're
1: <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, it's a little early to actually okay okay you know rate anything so let's let's circle back on that question okay okay (laughs)
2: Uh, i will do my best i'm i'm gonna aim for the the top the top 100 no
1: no pressure Timmy. no pressure
0: yeah yeah there's a little (laughs) meter nobody can see except brad and i we rate the guests while they're on and um it kind of fluctuates up and down but um (laughs) seriously
2: (laughs) (laughs) no i'm really really glad to be here uh long-time listener. So uh, it's really, really fun to be on the show. Thanks for having me.
0: Excellent. Well, you're very welcome. And yeah, we want to get into it. But first of all, our infamous question, um, how do you do the woo? How do
2: I do the woo? Um, I am lucky enough to get to do the woo on a daily basis here at Automatic. Um, I have been at Automatic, it will be seven years. I believe, this May, yeah. um, which is, wow. <laughs> See, it's a very long time. It's the longest I've ever been with one company, um, which which is saying something. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I moved over to the WooCommerce team uh, about three and a half years ago. So um, at the time, I, I moved over to work on a product, which was on wordpress.com it was actually like a, a woocommerce interface built specifically for wordpress.com so uh i saw that project happening and a, a few folks that i worked with on other projects here at automatic had moved over to woocommerce and i was like hey i think i want to check this out so yeah i switched over then and we built that product and um since then, uh, our team has, has gotten to work on a number of different things. Uh, WooCommerce admin being one of the big things we've worked on, which is now part of core uh, since WooCommerce 4.0 last year. Uh, so yeah, I get to work on the team. Our focus area is called start and manage. So we're, we're really concentrate on the onboarding journey of people setting up their new stores in WooCommerce, uh, trying to make that as smooth as possible. Um, and uh the The other thing that we like to focus on are improving the management tools in WooCommerce admin, in the admin area. So yeah, that's uh, that's how I do the Woo. I also have a few stores out there that I'm sure we'll talk talk about later on uh, when we get talking about WordPress.com.
0: Okay, cool. Well, um, I, I know we want to talk about that, specifically how WooCommerce and WordPress.com is working together these days and what the opportunities for, you know, I mean, there's obviously a lot of opportunities for merchants, but also for builders, you know, what that means to them, for those that build sites for clients. But before we do, how did you get to WordPress? I mean, how did you move to automatic? Were you in WordPress or de- playing sure. with WordPress before then? Just a little bit of that journey.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, so going back beyond that, that seven years uh, I, I've been in web development for uh, quite a long time, uh, it's kind of self-taught PHP, uh, when I was working at the local ski resort. Uh, and, uh, from there I, I went on to, um, (laughs) uh, at the ski resort, our e-commerce site, this was the first e-commerce site I worked on, um, which processed, the massive amount of transactions for season pass sales was built on cold fusion. Uh, if y'all remember that. Oh yeah. Uh, I've heard that one in a while <laughs> <laughs> in the audience shutters. Um, but, but yeah, so, so got to really get started in web development there. And, uh, from there moved on to a number of different, um, e-commerce sites. I worked on a large outdoor retailer here in central Oregon called alltrek.com, which was a Java page. And then I, 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 transition there into like the Ruby world. Um, I had been working in the Ruby world for, for quite some time at a startup here in Bend, Oregon. And uh, yeah, I, I, so I, I kind of came into the WordPress world more from Ruby, which was an interesting side of uh, an interesting approach. Uh, I, I'd been a long time PHP developer, I'd built WordPress sites, but uh, coming to Automatic is really kind of what started me working in WordPress more exclusively. So uh, it was definitely a, a, a change for me to to join uh, Automatic, <laughs> not being a WordPress developer. Um, what brought me to Automatic was one of my best friends from college. is uh, a happiness engineer here at Automatic and got to kind of hear about him, his journey through the interview process and his first year. I was like, wow, this sounds awesome. So uh, I applied and here I am almost seven years later. Uh, but yeah, prior to coming to Automatic, I was working on a, a small e-commerce site that that I had custom built in Ruby on rails uh, that sold longboard, skateboards, uh, skateboards and uh, another shop that sold ukuleles. (laughs) 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 So yeah. uh,
1: Had, had, of this deep you're really painting the picture of who you are here yeah
0: i was was thinking of the two together actually that would be
1: (laughs) you know snowboarding, skateboarding ukuleles
2: all all at the same time so you got to go ski and then you hop on your longboard
1: while playing the ukulele and you ride back to town (laughs) yeah go work on your wordpress site that's awesome quite a journey i mean the first thing i want to say is the ski resort there, it's no better now than it sounds like it was when you were working on it because I'm I'm north of Philly, but we go to the Poconos a lot and uh, ski, you know, they enjoy skiing and trying some of the different resorts there. And those sites are terrible. Like just the, the whole booking process of lift tickets and yeah. it's just, it's bad. It's still bad. It still reminds me of like restaurant sites and how most of them are just, you know not good, not good experiences. So absolutely, probably a lot of work there to get them, for us to get them all over on the WooCommerce where it can be a better experience, I think. Yeah, that,
2: that's that's an interesting idea for sure. Um, huge improvements can be made in in yeah. resort software. Um, yeah, so I worked with a lot of different point of sale systems back then and that none of them talked to each other. But uh, yeah, that's how I started writing PHP scripts was to, <laughs> to pull data from different sources around the resort and display it on the web.
1: Yeah. And if nothing else, I think just the, the start of kind of your transition, you said you started to learn um, PHP self-taught just mm-hmm. as you were working somewhere else. Like I, th- I love hearing those types of stories. I think it um, can open up people's minds a little bit in the sense of like, OK, I, even you know where I'm at now, there's still an opportunity for a potential career shift. If there's if you're eager to learn, if it's interesting to you and you want to you know, you did it on your own time, you did it um, kind of self-taught in a way. Sounds like clearly it piqued your interest enough to continue down that road. And here you are, you know, however many years later. So yeah, absolutely. Enjoy stories like that. Cause I think people, I think a lot of people think, well, I'm already doing what I'm going to do. Maybe I'm in my twenties, maybe thirties or forties or beyond. And it's like, that's not really true anymore. You can make a shift. Um, and it doesn't necessarily take as long as a lot of people think it does. If you have the passion and drive to do it, you know? Yeah. And I, I really, I think that's one of the the beauties
2: and powers of WordPress and WooCommerce by extension is you do have the room there to tinker a little bit. If you want to uh, roll your sleeves up and see how things work, the code's all there. It's open, it's free. And um, you know, you're, you're going to break your site now and then, but uh, <laughs> it's easy to, to revert things like that. So yeah, definitely. Um, it, I think that's one thing that I've really loved about the WordPress community is it, it does remind me of my roots and programming and um, kind of that self-taught journey
0: yeah i'm the poster child for wordpress because i didn't start wordpress till i was 50 years old so that's i don't know if that what that says about me
1: but um i mean it says there's always there's there's you know sky's the limit in yeah. my opinion you know and i and i agree about wordpress and kind of diving in and it's a um it's it's for all skill levels you can really get started pretty quickly and actually do some pretty impactful things using wordpress pretty you know pretty quickly as well so um but yeah, that's another reason I'm a big proponent of open source because I'm more of a hands-on, learn-as-I-go type of person. Um, so I like to just dive in and say, all right, what can I break? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> or what can I fix? Or can I do this or not do that? And that's how I learned, you know? Sounds like maybe a similar path with you, yeah. more self-taught versus traditional school.
2: Yeah. And so now that I get to come to work each day and, and help build software that millions of people around the world get to use on a daily basis, it's just, it's such a joy. I, I feel very lucky and fortunate to, to be in this position.
0: <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> mm. yeah that's a great question um yeah so a uh, little bit um more on like the wordpress.com side of things I think taken a, a look back uh, of where you know, it once was and where it is today is probably really valuable in this conversation. So uh, like when I first started at Automatic, I was uh, on the data team here. And uh, at the time, this was, like I said, se- about seven years ago, uh, the team on WordPress.com was just starting to look at uh, rewriting a new dashboard system. Um, so at the time there was a uh, a system in place that was built largely on backbone, uh, JS like anybody who's worked in WordPress core on the JavaScript side of things has, has tinkered with that sort of code before. Uh, but yeah, they wanted to transition to kind of a new platform to build the next generation of WordPress.com. And so that, that was built using, uh, a new JavaScript framework at the time called React uh, that was out of Facebook. Um, so, and yeah, at that point- Never heard of it. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. at that point, you yeah, know, it, it was a very much a new thing. Um, so, you know, back then, the whole debate of .com versus .org, um, what was, you know, if you want a site that you have full control over, that you can install plugins, custom themes, you need to go the .org route and self-host. Um, so when I was on my support rotation when I first started, that was a question you would often get. Uh, someone's like, I want to install this thing on my site. And you're like, sorry, you gotta go to.org. Uh so I think about I want to say it was three or four years ago, probably should have jotted that date down before this chat, but we launched a new product um at Automatic, which was called the Business Plan, and it's still here now. And it it lets you do all of those self-hosted things on wordpress.com so um on a business plan site the moment you install your 1st plugin, uh it it takes your site's data magically behind the scenes transforms it into just like a site you would have posted somewhere else godaddy or shopify or that's not shopify excuse me you brought that word into the conversation <laughs> conversation <Sure. laughs> uh, godaddy or wp engine anything like that um where you can upload plugins and and fully customize your site. So um, that that was a big game changer. So that definitely took the narrative that had been always the case of .org versus .com and totally flipped it. Um, So yeah, you can go to WordPress.com right now, or you can refer your friends and family. And uh, if they selected the business plan or the e-commerce plan, they have a site that they could fully customize.
1: I mean, I, I definitely like that option. I think um, you know because a lot of you know, and th- we get these requests at you know web dev too, and and I have a lot of conversations just locally at meetups and stuff. But I, I think a common path for people to um, end up on WooCommerce or just end up on on e-commerce, you know, launching a store is they have something, a proof of con. They have, they want a proof of concept, right? They have an idea, maybe they have something they've been making, and they want to see if it has legs, right? Is there is this? Do people want this? Can it you know will it sell? Can it be a business? So my recommendation is is just that, like get a store up there as a proof of concept and try it. You know, it doesn't have to be the perfect store. It doesn't have to be customized for your, you know, everything about your brand. You know, look, yeah, of course you want it to look like your brand, but like MVP, you know, like what's the minimum viable product to get your product out there for sale and then to see if there's a market to test the waters. That's always my recommendation because don't invest hundred thousand dollars in some custom store and realize, oh, this product I have is n- <laughs> nobody wants it. You know, uh, so that's one of the reasons why the idea of an easy, an easy onboard. And, and I think this is interesting because it sounds like correct or wrong, but it sounds like the team you're on is is kind of focused on the setup and onboarding. Is that right? Okay. Correct. Yeah. So the idea of like an easy onboard for someone that wants to kind of test the waters, wants to see if there's you know a viable product that they have. Is that setup of WooCommerce? Is it the exact same that like I would experience self-hosted? Is it a little bit more tailored towards you know, more SMBs or maybe a little bit more handholding that goes along the way for those new users to help them set up their store. I'm just curious how those processes compare. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. And I didn't get to that that part of the question yet. So, so yeah, WordPress.com, Yeah, yes, you can have a site now that you can install WooCommerce or any other plugin, but what's the experience like beyond that? So- uh, we do. We have done a, a bit of customization to the onboarding wizard. Um, y'all familiar with that? The the site of WooCommerce. When you first install, you get redirected to this splash screen and it has enter your address and, and other things there. So, so we've definitely uh, customized that a little bit for the WordPress.com flows. Um, more so on the e-commerce plan. So the e-commerce plan is, is a unique product because it's, it's you get everything that's in the business plan, uh, but it also comes bundled with a handful of paid extensions that you would have to purchase on the marketplace. I don't I don't have that list of extensions, uh, but I can get it to you for the show notes. Um, but that, that, that e-commerce plan definitely has a, a much more customized onboarding where we remove some of the screens that you see in the standard uh, WooCommerce onboarding flow um, but by and large, what we've what we're trying to do on the onboarding side of things and, and the the start and setup journey is really focus on making that experience as smooth as possible in the WooCommerce core plugin. So no matter where you're hosting your WooCommerce site, you benefit from that uh, because. If we can help people uh, vet that idea for that new product or get something up and running quickly to help them vet and see if there's a market there for that product, then our users are successful and we're successful too. So it's it's in our best interest to make the onboarding journey as smooth as possible to all WooCommerce users, regardless of where they are.
1: Yeah. And once their store is up and running and they've proven out, hey, this is working. People are buying this. There's demand. I have something here you know, then it's like, okay, now you're on a WooCommerce. It's already working. You already have some level of comfort with that system because you've been using it for a period of time. So ultimately, if there aren't really any reasons why they should leave, they won't, right? They'll just continue on WooCommerce. Now, there might be a point down the road where they decide to split off and more self hosted I would imagine, but if things continue to be, you know, grow, but there's no reason. Like, are there, is there, I guess that is the question I'm trying to formulate as I talk here, but is there... Is it set up in a way where I could launch my store to the you know infinite scale and size? Is that the recommendation of WordPress.com? Or is there at some point where you say, look, when you get to this point in your business, this is when it probably is an appropriate time to kind of peel off to a more self-hosted um, setup?
2: Yeah, r- really, um, the business plan, the uh, e-commerce plan on WordPress.com should be able to scale very well with you. Uh, that's, that's one of the the benefits in my opinion of hosting on wordpress.com is the team that is behind that. So, uh, our systems team is quite possibly like the experts on, on how to run WordPress at scale. Uh, you, you look at the sheer volume of page views that happen across wordpress.com on a daily basis. It's, uh, it's mind boggling. Um, I, I still, I'm amazed. I, I get to work on a site of that scale, and uh, so so having a team that that knows the ins and outs of WordPress deeply and WooCommerce deeply, uh, I would say that WordPress.com is a solid platform for a brand new business and one that's massively growing. Um, if you get to the plan where you need uh, you know a higher level of availability or support, uh, then we also WordPress.com has the VIP service which, which is designed to host very high profile sites.
0: Thanks to our sponsor, PayPal. PayPal offers buy now pay later options that your clients can use to help increase their sales on their WooCommerce shops. They give store customers more purchasing power through flexible and transparent choices in how and when they pay. So offering these payment options is good business. Did you know that 64% of consumers surveyed say they are more likely to make a purchase at a retailer that offers interest-free payment options? And 56% of consumers that responded agree that they prefer to pay a purchase back in installments rather than use a credit card. Well, this seems like a no-brainer to me. Your clients can grow their sales and get paid up front with no additional risk or costs. All you need to do is download the PayPal checkout extension on the marketplace at woocommerce.com. I suggest you just head over there, click on the marketplace and search for the PayPal checkout for your next client project, because suggesting that to your clients will certainly open up sales opportunities for them. I would just like to thank PayPal for being our community sponsor at Do The Woo. And now back to the conversation. Is there... You know, if you're a builder and, you know, somebody comes to you and says, hey, you know, I'm on wordpress.com, but I really want to, for whatever reason, move over to self-hosted by WooCommerce shop that is there. And let's say it's a medium size. You know, it's not some explosive big thing, which, you know, would take more. What's that process like for them? Or is it what what should they be prepared for? Should they give second thoughts of, you know, why are you moving? You know, it might be easier to stay there.
2: Well, um, I think that's uh, just like any WordPress site <laughs> on any host, uh, you could use any number of tools to migrate your site completely okay. to another hosting provider. Obviously, you, there's some considerations there of uh, downtime um, that, that you would need to think about DNS updates and all that sort of good stuff. But really, like, uh, the power of what, what's offered with WooCommerce versus, say, a closed system like Shopify or Wix is you own that data. It's portable. You can you can back it up. You can move it to another site, um, and you know I think now more so than ever that's becoming a much more important narrative in the, the day and age we live in with uh, with data breaches and uh, GDPR and privacy concerns. So having full control of your data and being able to make that portable and move it everywhere that's that's definitely the case here on WordPress.com. Um, so yeah. Uh, no no concerns there in, in my opinion uh, and definitely I, I think there would be times where uh, the management tools we have like this the site admin tools um, you know we, we have SFTP access on these sites we have uh, database access via uh, PHP myadmin uh, but let's say you're running a, su- a subscription business and um, you're you've reached a volume where uh, the background jobs that kind of power that whole process, Need a bit more processor strength behind them, or maybe like dedicated resources for that. Yeah, maybe that would be time to to start looking at a more dedicated, customized solution. Whether that be with uh, you know a WP Engine or or uh, um, Linode or something like that, it, you can take your data and move there. So that's one. It could be looked at as a great starting place uh to start your business on wordpress.com and if it gets super successful definitely you you can take that data and move it anywhere you'd like
1: yeah and i mean that's just to your point about owning your data you're right it is becoming um it, 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 we've preached this for years like anyone at open source that's one of the reasons i think we're drawn to it right is the 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 ownership of it um but i do feel like that idea of owning your data is getting out more to the masses and the general public in a sense. So. People are realizing that even if they're not in necessarily technology fields, um, but if they're starting to say, well, I do want to do a store. I feel like not everybody understands that or knows what that means, but I feel like enough people at this point do to educate maybe the people that don't of why that's important and what, you know, some pitfalls of not owning your data could potentially be. Because honestly, every, all the, all the uh, problems you said are great problems to have, right? Like, oh, well, if you get, if you're literally doing so many transactions, <laughs> like our jobs can't keep up that's an amazing problem to have, right? Yep. Like that's a great problem to figure out because you're doing awesome with yeah. your store and it is time to upgrade. It is time to be a little bit more serious about, you know, the underlying, um, you know, stack that's powering your, your, uh, your system and everything. So great problems to have and a great, uh, a, a great way to, to say, okay, well, it looks like you maybe have outgrown our platform. Here's some options. VIP go WP engine, whoever else look at web, you know, there's a lot of options out there. So.
2: Yeah. But if we go back to that, the startup journey, there, there's a few other things like that scenario of, um, someone brand new to WordPress or WooCommerce and, and what that looks like on WordPress.com and what makes it unique. Um, I always like to use the <laughs> my dad as an example. So I like to envision my dad, who, who is definitely one of those folks who has resisted technology. Um, I still remember when he got his first laptop and was forced to use it. It was, it was comical. Uh, anyhow, so picturing my dad going through this, this onboarding flow, um, a couple things that stand out to me that are really great for people that are brand new to WordPress. Uh, so on on this e-commerce plan product, we have uh, we offer what's called a quick start session, and you get an hour of time with one of the WordPress.com happiness engineers. And um, quick tangent there that that to me is, is is one of the the most shining benefits of hosting on WordPress.com is you get access to our support team, our happiness engineer. Yeah, that's huge. Who that's huge. Who know like WooCommerce better than I do. <laughs> uh, I mean, they, they've worked on so many different sites. They, they get uh, the craziest problems, uh, You know, dozens of plugins installed, uh, a functions PHP file that has like thousands of lines of, of Band-Aids and duct tapes in it. Uh, and they, they can support these things. So you get, you get an hour of time with someone who is a, a WordPress and WooCommerce expert and they can help you Step through some of those trickier parts of store setup, because um, as we, you know, anybody who's worked on WooCommerce knows, it's it can be a very daunting experience when you first set up a site. There, there's a lot to do, so uh, you, you get um, a very a very nice welcome mat rolled out for you right there at this quick start session. Um, and there's a number of other services that just kind of run in the background on any WordPress.com site that make uh, moving around in, in a WooCommerce site much easier uh namely we have automated backups via jetpack uh, so uh, that offers a service called one click rewind so say you installed uh an extension for woo that you bought off of maybe a, a sketchier marketplace <laughs> not an approved uh vetted extension and it, it crashed your site so you could use the rewind feature to just go back to the point in time uh, before you install that and that's all bundled up as part of the plan
1: um cool. Did you make that feature for Bob that feels like a Bob feature? Yeah. <laughs> the, the Bob button? <laughs> yeah. The Bob <laughs> yeah. button. Rewind.
0: <laughs> well, when I used to have Vault Press on, I had that activated through Jetpack. And at one point, I had that. I don't think I have that backup anymore, but that level of backup where it was, you could step back just a few and it did save me a few times
1: like real time. Yeah. Which is important in e-commerce. Yeah. It
0: saved me quite a few times. It was like, whoops, this went sideways. Oh, just go back yeah. here, Ding, ding, ding. And yeah, it was a, it was huge. So
2: yeah. And that, that is a jetpack feature. And uh, so yeah, you can install that on any WooCommerce site, but that just kind of comes with your plan on wordpress.com. A yeah. um, couple other things we do uh, plug in auto updates so um, your version of WooCommerce will always stay up to date. Um, the the database migrations run on your behalf uh, and your WordPress gets updated also. So definitely just keep sites up to date on behalf of users, which keeps you protected from all the known security issues and, and gets you all the latest and greatest that we're working.
1: Yeah. I like the hands-off approach for the to stuff like that, because I think most people realize backups are important, but on an e-commerce site, it, you really need real-time backups, right? Because if somebody purchases something and your site crashes a minute later, and you don't have a backup of that, there's you have a problem <laughs> that you're going to have to figure out, and it's not going to be necessarily easy to figure out. So, real time is is almost a requirement. So, just having stuff like that baked in, or that's what people need to be looking for. Not whether it's with WordPress.com or any other host, you need that real-time um, backups.
0: One of the things I'm curious about uh, in the even in the side of the self-hosted. In the WooCommerce space, it's been a journey for everybody, builders out there, agencies to convince people that, get them out of the mindset that WordPress is just, I mean, it still happens, you know, it's just a CMS. It can't do all this stuff. It can't go enterprise. It can't run a big store. How has that messaging or how has that worked for WordPress.com across, because you've been with them through this entire process, it sounds like, how has that worked with giving that uh, perception of, oh, I'm going on WordPress.com. Yeah, I'm going to start a blog. How about starting a good-sized store? Whoa, wait a minute. What, what are you talking about? WordPress.com is for blogs, isn't it? And I know you added those different levels. So has that uh, awareness grown? Have you seen you know people jumping on and saying, hey, yeah, I can start a store on there versus kind of being stuck in that mode, especially people that are new to WordPress, that, oh, you know, I need to kind of start small on wordpress.com.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's a, a question that's, you know, bigger than wordpress.com. Uh, it's, it's a WordPress question, right? Um, so if, if someone comes to you, you a relative or a friend, they're like, Hey, I have this great idea for a product. I want to start an online store. Uh, people, they're, they're probably, the WordPress is not going to be a, 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 a a framework or a CMS that pops in their mind for e-commerce, uh, the the brand recognition isn't there. Uh, WooCommerce, you know, it has commerce in the name, so there is there is brand recognition there, and, and we do get uh, quite a few people that end up on WooCommerce.com that want to start a store, but they might not even have any idea what WordPress is. So th- this is this is something that um, I feel the that. WooCommerce ourselves can do a better job of, of building up that brand awareness of, uh, you know, WordPress is obviously capable of powering uh, high availability e-commerce sites. Um, one, the, the one big one that I like to point out recently that's, that's big uh, online and, and commercials is Tonal. Have you seen the, the workout device?
1: Oh, yeah. I'm like, they are highly targeting me on social. I can tell you that like every other ad is Tonal. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and yeah. it looks cool.
2: Yeah. Me too. I, I, maybe it's something to do with, with
1: our age range. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I clicked, I did click through, so they were definitely tracking because I've looked at their videos and stuff. That's cool. I didn't know Tonal was on uh, WooCommerce.
2: Yeah. Tonal is a WooCommerce site. So um, oh, cool. yeah. Woo, WooCommerce and WordPress can scale and it does scale. So uh, but I think it's the, the bigger the bigger you zoom out a little bit, the bigger picture here is just making WooCommerce and, and WordPress too, kind of in that same conversation where people are talking about using Wix or Shopify or Weebly. Um, you know, making sure that our name is up there and considered. Uh so, so yeah, I think we we can make make some some big moves there still, in my opinion.
1: My response on just that when people ask that is 40%. 40% of the web. Yep. So yeah, I can do whatever you want it to do. It can do it. I promise.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh yeah, I think it's um but but yeah, it, it's the the perception is is still there like WordPress is is for blogs. So um it's just uh, one of those things as a community we all have to to help uh educate folks better that it is capable of doing all things.
1: Yeah. And that's like, you know, I'm pretty involved. I think I'm sure we all are beat ups and and the local community as well. And I feel like that um, notion of it being blogging software is definitely um, it's been minimal uh, in the last few years. I feel like I get more of the security questions now than I do, whether it can actually be a CMS. Like, I feel like, most people out there are somewhat aware of WordPress in a sense, and and I think there are. There's always going to be people who still look at it as blogging software. I feel like it's a very small percentage of the overall people are looking at stuff like this. But the security stuff always comes up because just the idea of open source, I think, is scary. Um, open, you mean people could see my code, like just, and that's the educational thing that probably will never go away because if you're not familiar with what open source actually means, it can sound a little bit scary. You know, mm-hmm.
0: and you wonder at what level when you think about it. I mean, when you talk about beginners, you know, sure things will come up like, oh, it's simple to, you know, whip up a side on Wix. It's simple to whip, a, whip up a side on Shopify. And then you get to that kind of intermediate. Then you start having to look at these things differently. And then when you get to really big, then, you know, probably really big ones aren't saying, hey, I'm going to whip up something on Wix. But then it kind of moves over to the Shopify side of things where that affects WooCommerce directly. So it seems like WooCommerce and e-commerce is a little, and for perfect reasons, it's a little behind the blogging thing because everybody's finally accepting WordPress as a blog, more than a blog. You know, I can create a huge site. Now we're kind of in that e-commerce phase where, yeah, more people are accepting it as being able to do large stores, but there's still that little bit of reluctance. So the e-commerce phase is what maybe blogging was to WordPress back a ways where people, that perception of what's, what they're able to do with WordPress or not. Hmm.
2: Yeah. And yeah, no, no, I think another evolution that's coming up is the whole, uh, you know, headless concept, right? Where, um, can WooCommerce be uh, just the back end and, and my front end can be built um, in uh, in something purely JavaScript and, and won't even use WordPress to, to render. And and yeah, there's theoretically, you could absolutely today fire up a site on WordPress.com and use uh, the new checkout API that's being built as part of the the blocks project in WooCommerce. Uh, I don't know if you've all have talked about that yet on the show. Um, but uh, the, the, there's a, some checkout blocks that are being built, and as part of that, there's a bunch of new REST endpoints that allow you to
1: yep.
2: add products to the cart, manipulate the cart, and actually process a checkout. So, so theoretically, you could you could have your your end logic for your e-commerce store uh, living on WordPress.com, and then the front end running in some serverless type architecture. Yeah. Jamstack or whatever you want it to be.
1: I love the the possibilities there. We've, we've definitely dug into the blocks uh, and the cart and into the checkout and some of the, you know, work that's being done there and just the idea of it's, it's, you know, it's uh, a little different now, but back when that was first being discussed and introduced, you know, a year plus ago um, that was really the first area I'd seen examples of Gutenberg kind of outside of the, the, the content editor mm-hmm. um, on more static pages, which was really exciting to see because that was always kind of the vision of you know, what we were sold on Gutenberg and what we were expecting. to So to see it at that point, and it's come a long way since then. Now we're seeing like full site editing with WordPress and things like that. But to see that first kind of iteration of it was exciting. It is still exciting. So, um, and I, to your point about headless, that is, you know, certainly the, I like to say it's like, it's not new. It's not a new idea in theory, but it's definitely the new hotness in terms of the WordPress world where like everybody's talking about headless, everybody's building things in a headless way. There's so much more JavaScript going on um, because of things like Gutenberg where that's naturally kind of that progression that now companies have teams of, you know, very talented JavaScript devs that can, you know, really push the envelope on headless implementation. So it's really a a pretty exciting world on that front and, and fairly uh, well, clearly new because the stuff it needs to be rolled out to production, but um, once it is, it'll be neat to see what people start doing with it. Absolutely.
2: But yeah, so you can, you have that end of the spectrum that you could handle on WordPress.com, but back to that small business site, you know, simple product idea. I like to share the story. Uh, this was happening about three years ago when I first started Woo. Uh, my daughter, who's is about nine or 10 at that time. Really wanted to raise money for animal shelters so she loves dogs we have three three dogs in our house uh, one of our dogs our third dog is because of this project ironically enough but um so she had this idea that she wanted to raise money for animals and was like trying to sell her stuffed animals on the side of the street <laughs> to, to raise money to donate and i'm like i think we need to work on a product here so we created this simple simple sticker that's uh, uh it's not not a Unique design mini stretch, but it's the state of Oregon, uh, the outline of the state of Oregon. And there's a a really popular sticker with a green heart in the middle of it. And they would sell those at REI. So I'm like, why don't we do that, but have a a dog paw print in there? So uh, my daughter on WordPress.com on a WooCommerce site with me looking over her shoulder, but she was 10 years old at the time, set up her WooCommerce store and sold these stickers for $5 a piece. And I think I, I lost track, but I think she ended up <clears throat> raising over a thousand dollars and we donated that to any number of local animal shelters. So yeah, you can have, you can have a kid that has an idea and and they want to dabble and get to, to sell something and WordPress and WooCommerce allows anyone that has an idea like that to do that. So, um, I don't know if my dad could set up a store the same way. I'd He's say a ten
0: year old into, could probably yeah Yeah.
2: yeah. Great granddaughter can help him out. My dad's actually coming to to visit soon. So maybe
0: uh, maybe I'll put him Let's down test or, him out. in
2: front of the new onboarding <laughs> wizard and, and give it give it the
1: dad test. That's a great story.
0: Yeah, I've been tempted to, several several guests have talked about their kids building sites, little stores, and I'm trying to wrangle in together like um, two or three kids to have on the podcast to talk about their experience and the ones that actually did a little bit of a hands-on so I may wrap back around see if that something would work I mean but um, I, I think it'd be fun and I just wanted before I forget you had mentioned about the blocks and stuff actually um, by coincidence next Tuesday our Woo Perspective podcast I'll have a new co-host joining us her name is Noelle Steggs And we're going to be interviewing um, Darren Ethier and Gary Murray at Automatic, specifically about WooBlocks. We're going to let them have a conversation around it and stuff. So um, we'll be touching on that. So if you're curious about uh, what Timmy was talking about there, uh, I'm sure we'll be covering that and that conversation.
1: Yeah, that's great. And Darren was the first guy we talked to about that, so right. that's kind of cool. He's coming back full circle to see where we're at now. Yeah, that that'll be a
2: great show. Uh, yeah, Darren Darren used to be on the team with us, and um, so yeah, we blocks were part of our team for a while. But yeah, Darren's Darren is uh, fantastic and a great
0: resource yeah. for that yeah. area. Yeah, so so looking forward to that. So yeah, very cool. Um, anything coming down the pike um, we're sharing with around wordpress.com or anything that I, I know you can't share the dark secrets <laughs> of of things, but if there's something that you could kind of tease us with or just kind of keep our eyes open for. Yeah.
2: So, so uh, yeah, I, I think this is a, a two for one because it's a, a WooCommerce thing <clears throat> and it's on wordpress.com right now. So, so we do uh, roll out new WooCommerce features onto uh, like the e-commerce plan or the business plan uh, users here at on wordpress.com. Uh, and one of those features that our team has been working on, which is now live on the e-commerce plan is the new WooCommerce navigation. Uh, and I think that would be a great <laughs> topic for another, another do the Woo podcast. Cause we could, we could talk about that for an hour easily, but um, yeah, WooCommerce navigation I think is, is, is a long time coming. Um, uh, woocommerce is uh, long ago outgrew the WP admin navigation scheme so uh, having a space that's dedicated and specific to your store management tasks is uh, is, is super exciting for me and uh, definitely uh, our, a lot of the teams internally here in woo have been integrating with the new navigation. Um, so that's exciting to see that. And through that process, they've, they've brought up some things that that need additional work. So we, we're continue, continuing to iterate on that. Um, so yeah, that's the feature I think I'm most excited about coming up.
0: Cool. Alrighty. Excellent cool well um yeah i i think this is has this clarified things for us brad um from our questions at the the other episode as far as
1: yeah i mean you know if, if i'm being completely honest it's 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 way further along than i think i realized and now i want to go in and kind of kick the tires a bit and maybe set up a little dummy store and play around with them more because um my perception was not they're they're necessarily in line with what's publicly released and it was uh maybe more tailored customized version for wordpress.com, but it doesn't sound like that's maybe in some areas where it makes sense, but it doesn't sound like over, overly that's, that's the case. So I kind of want to dig in and play with it. Cause again, like I don't necessarily want to send people to Shopify, but what I don't want is the massive burden of here's WooCommerce. Now there's 50 things you got to fill out. And all those questions that come back to me is the fan, you know, the, the family tech support. Right. So, sure. um, so I'm anxious to get to that point. It sounds like we might be there. So I'm going to play with it and, and to see if I can say, you know what, go to wordpress.com business or e-commerce plan, Test out your theory, and if it works, then we'll talk about what's next. You know, yeah. so that, that's the answer I want to give them, and I'm gonna I'm gonna figure that out before our next show, Bob, and I will let the world know if that is if I'm <laughs> if we're there yet. <laughs> I,
2: I'm really keen to know myself, and if there is um, you know any part of the setup experience that's harder than others, whether it's like setting up shipping rates, you know, whatever it might be, we've we put a lot of work uh, on the the new home screen in WooCommerce. There's a setup checklist that also gets displayed. So we've tried to to make some of those hard tasks a lot simpler or even automate them for people. So would love to hear what your experience is.
1: Yeah, I'll definitely, I'll definitely put some notes together and I'll I'll be happy to shoot them over to you. Just as some constructive uh, feedback of, you know, my thoughts on that process. So love it. um, Yeah. So we really appreciate you coming on the show, Timmy. This has been super informative. And and like we said, kind of pre-show, it's always fun to to have someone on that we can dig in where we truly actually do have some questions that we we want to learn from and we're not just kind of softballing things that we already know. So um, definitely appreciate you being open to uh, Bob and I poking and prodding a little bit. And thanks for sharing the story and especially the story about your daughter. I mean, just getting kids online, like I'm sure that lit a spark. Um, and I'm sure from that the idea has probably been flowing, and like I just think that is so cool to get kids into technology early, oh yeah um, and see what they can produce because we all know they're gonna pass this pretty quickly, right so. yeah she's she's
2: she's already got her second woocommerce store up and running uh, to, there you go. to sell her animal crossing fan art stickers now. <laughs>
1: Okay, cool. well, I, I, that's awesome. I hope you're giving her a good rate on your consulting time, and not uh yeah. you know, not a not a below market rate. You don't want to, you know, you're not you gotta you gotta value yourself appropriately, even for, even for family. Okay? Absolutely, so.
2: you know, I've tried I've tried to do the trade <laughs> setup with her, you know, where she she pays for my services with doing chores around the house, but it's not working. Right. How's that working <laughs> out? <laughs> not too well yet.
0: <laughs> gotta send it to collection, huh? <laughs> Uh, It might be a
1: market here. I like this. But uh, cool. Well, let's uh, let's wrap up the show Uh, real quick. We do want to thank our sponsor, PayPal, as always. Um, If you're not using PayPal, you should be using PayPal. We say it all the time, and I'll keep saying it. Make it easy for people to pay you. (laughs) Credit cards, PayPal, Bitcoin, anything, but make it easy for people to pay you. So uh, PayPal is a no-brainer. There's a lot of really great extensions out there on WooCommerce.com quick and easy integration and you're done. And I'll just, you know, monies will go right in your PayPal account. So I want to thank them as always for being a sponsor. And I want to tease a little something that's coming uh, starting next week. We're going to be putting some calls out for questions. So we did this on the hundredth episode and it was a lot of fun. So we'll put some calls out for questions. Maybe we even tee up some questions then you'll easily be able to go in your browser, one click record a quick little uh, question for us or maybe a comment or thoughts. Um, and we'll play it on the air and we'll respond to your questions, um, or your comments on the air through our shows. So Bob will be, uh, putting some information about that out in about the next week or so. Right, Bob. Right. Right. Yep. yep. So keep an eye on uh, Bob WP's Twitter over there. I'm sure you'll see it. And we'll certainly talk more about it on the show. So stay tuned for that. Um, and Timmy, again, thank you for coming on the show. And I'd like to give you out to where can people find you online? If there's other things you'd like to plug, uh, in the WooCommerce space or really anything.
2: Sure. Uh, I think I have a Twitter account. I haven't used it in years. If <laughs> you could follow me there, if you like silence. Um, <laughs> Sometimes I, I, that's I, good. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, on, I'm on all the Slacks. Uh, I think I'm Timmy C on both uh, WordPress Slack and the WooCommerce Slack. So feel free to reach out to me there with any questions. Um, yeah, the other thing I just want to mention is uh, we have a lot of job openings right now here at WooCommerce and automatic. Uh, so if you go to automatic.com slash work with us and work with us is hyphenated, uh, you can see all the job openings there and there are openings specifically for WooCommerce. So if you're an engineer and you like working with WooCommerce, come work with us. It's a lot of fun to build WooCommerce. So, uh, so yeah, that's, uh, how to get a hold of me. And the one thing I wanted to plug. <laughs>
1: I love it. We love hearing about jobs, that great companies. Obviously, Automatic is a well-known company for good reason, uh, in, in WordPress and an open source. So if you're looking, there's a lot of opportunities over there uh, for WooCommerce and beyond, right? So there's other Absolutely. openings for other roles. So it might even just, if you're trying to get your foot in the door, I'm sure there's some more entry-level positions as well. So if you're thinking about you know, maybe doing a bit of a career shift like Timmy did back in the day, and Bob did, you know, when he was 50 <laughs>
0: back in the day, <laughs> start learning and,
1: you know, keep an eye on those roles and maybe want to pop up and, and, and go for it. You know, don't, don't hold back. It never hurts to ask, right? Like
2: we say here at Automatic, never stop learning. So
1: yeah, there you go. Never stop learning. And honestly, in my opinion, that's the number one thing. I like to hire people that are, that are hungry to learn. You don't need to know everything, but if you have that passion at, in the web and what you do and you're, and you're hungry and eager to learn, then I know you're going to be a good fit here. And I would imagine Automatic's the same way. So um, but as always, thanks for listening. Do the woo number one Oh four, Bob, any, uh, where can people find you online, Bob?
0: Oh, uh, they can find me online. Um, Everywhere. listening to this podcast, that's the best place, you know, just, just listen to me here. Cause I always have somebody, um, smarter than me on it. So that's always a good place <laughs> to be.
1: <laughs> just, search, just search his name, Bob WP. You'll find yeah. Him, so yeah, just Google it. And I'm Williams BA on Twitter. So thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next do the woo.